It's Mother's Day weekend and it's another episode of Love, Sex, Lies and Reality Talks. Before I get started, let me wish every mom out there a happy Mother's Day. Whether you have your own child or you've raised one or you've even spoken or giving advice to one or you've watched one, you are still a mother in every way. As long as you are nurturing someone as a woman, you are a mother. And so I honor you today and I appreciate every one of you as you have done so much work and continue to do so much work in the life of every children, especially mothers that are teachers. I give you kudos because that's a role that is is very tough, but you do mentor so many children as teachers and you do impact their lives in a lot of ways that you may know. So we appreciate you today, Mother's Day, and we salute you for all you're doing as mothers. So let me dive into today's topic because it's demystifying marriages. If you are looking to get into a marriage, if you're in a relationship, courtship moving towards marriage, or if you're in a marriage, this is for you. So many times we hear the, the, the words marriage is an institution and reality is marriage is never meant to be an institution. An institution is where you go to learn, you pay tuition, you get taught, you get programmed to believe certain things, and that's all you know. And when you look at marriage from an institution perspective, that's what we tend to do. It's a place where we think we're coming to learn, but you, you can't come to the table with what you don't know. And so if you haven't taught yourself anything about marriage, you're coming with what you've been programmed with. And when you come with what you've been programmed with, you would have a lot of expectations that may not be reality. And I'm talking programming in terms of social media in terms of movies, in terms of Disney, we all have been conditioned and programmed to believe that it's all about the happily ever after the end. <laughs> and that's not what marriage is. Marriage is work. Marriage is two people coming into a union. And when you come into union, you're coming to oneness. And that oneness is unique to both parties that are in the marriage. And so when you look at, when you look at marriage from the union perspective, it's you being able to see yourself as your partner, no judgment. You, you can correct your partner because it's the way you will correct yourself. You can communicate with your partner because it's the same way you communicate with yourself. You can collaborate with your partner because it's all about you coming together to build the partnership and, and the bond that you need. And it's all about you seeing each other as yourself. And if you can't see yourself in the true light of who you were created to be, who God truly created you to be, then you may not be ready for a relationship that leads to a marriage because what you're seeing is a mirage and it's not a marriage. Let me say that again. If you cannot see yourself as you will see your partner because you don't yet know yourself, what you're getting into is not a relationship that will lead into a lifetime marriage. But what you're creating is a mirage based on illusions and fantasy. And fantasies and illusions are just make-beliefs. And they create a limited beliefs that don't even lead to you seeing the marriage as a union and seeing it as the uniqueness it was created for. Marriage is about purpose. You know your purpose. Your partner knows his or her purpose. And you come together to build that union to, you already have the solid foundation in your life as individuals and you come to build this solid 
home together that is unshakable, unbreakable, unmovable, because you know the source of your foundation is your creator, God himself. And when you look at that, that is a beautiful marriage that cannot be shaken. It's not based on other people's opinions. It's based on the foundation of knowing yourself. And the foundation of knowing yourself is love itself. It's love and it's light. When you're able to see yourself as love, you're able to see that there's only kindness that you can share with your partner. You're not angry about anything because your partner is a reflection of you. If you're angry, then you know it's coming from a traumatic place. It's not a healthy place. It's an unhealthy place. When you're keeping a record of wrongs against your partner, it's not from a place of love. It's from a place of hurt. And so everything you're doing is not out of love. It's out of hurt at that moment. And so you're not in a place where you can see your partner as yourself if you're keeping a record of wrongs. If you're hurting, you cannot love from that place. I read that quote. You cannot love while you're hurting. Love and pain cannot coexist. And so if you're operating from a pain of place, you can operate from a place of love and you cannot see your partner as yourself. And so when you look at love, it's not selfish. When you look at an institution, it's about transaction. So when you're coming into a marriage thinking is an institution, what you're doing is you're going to create a transactional relationship. And when the transactional transaction no longer serves you, you start thinking there's no love in the relationship anymore. And that's why so many relationships fail because it's all about the selfish mindset. It's the mind game. It's the manipulation. It's the control. It's not seeing your partner as yourself. It's not from a place of love. It's from a place of manipulation. It's from a place of unhealthy emotions. And so when you want to get into a marriage itself, you have to learn to discover who you are. Who are you? What are you made of? Can you see your partner as yourself? Can you understand that when you become one, when two people become one, it's not a reflection of two people. It's a reflection of that unity that you've created. It's a place where you can collaborate. It's all about alignment. It's all about agreement. It's not perfection because there's no perfection in life. It's all about building. And you can only build if you're in unison. You can't build separately because if you're looking at building, you will have two different ideas about your building. But you're looking at the architectural diagram of your building, of your relationship. And you're putting one and one together because you know you cannot make a bathroom and call it a bedroom. And so you have to be in alignment. You have to be in agreement. You have to be in that place. Now, being Mother's Day, let me kind of spin the wheel to this a little bit. For us women, when we're not in a healthy place, what we try to do is to manipulate the partner. You see something and you don't know who you are yet and you're struggling. And the way you're communicating, and the men also do it sometimes, not all men, not all women. I don't generalize. I, I, what I say is based on the people that I coach and the people in my community. And what you tend to see is the nagging comes from a place of, I want you to be this. I want you to do this. I want you. And it is not about we. It is about I want to see you become this person not become who you were created to be. And so when we women or we men do those things, 
what we're trying to do is to try and make that partner the idea that we have in our head not necessarily help them find their purpose and speak life to them from a place where they can now begin to connect the dots to evolve into who they're meant to be and become as God created them. And so when you look at your relationship as a woman or as a man, ask yourself, can you see the partner as yourself? If you're in a place of pain, what you will tend to do is see the partner from your pain. They have become your pain when they speak the truth to you because you can't receive the truth because you're not in a space of love. You're in a place of pain. Pain and love cannot coexist. Love is all about truth. You can't take the truth in because you can't see the truth. You're living the lies that you're hiding within the pain and you're not able to see that this truth that is being brought before me is to help liberate me so that I can shift into a place of love and begin to work on myself and begin to see that there's no wrong in, in the space of love. There's only healing. There's only uniqueness. There's only unity. And so when you find yourself in an unhealthy relationship, it's all about the chaos. It's all about the ego. It's all about the selfishness. It's all about the anger. It's all about the manipulation. It's all about the control. It's, not, it's about the impatience. Everything has to be rushed. Everything has to be rushed. Everything has to be rushed. And it's chaotic. And reality is love is not chaotic. Love is peaceful. And so when you're not able to move into a peaceful environment to build on, to build with, to see that partner in their uniqueness, to see that partner as their own person, to see that partner as a reflection of you, to see that partner in unison with you, you may not be ready for the relationship of the marriage. And that's why doing the work in your own life is very, very essential and vital before you hop into a relationship and settle for situationships, friend zoning, ghosting, one night stands, sexationships, that don't go anywhere. And those are all unhealthy. And what you will find yourself doing is repeating patterns and cycles. And you start to label the partners as all oh, partners are the same because you don't see your own uniqueness yet in where your uniqueness is leading you to connect to the unique partner that God has created for you. It's a soul connection. It's not a flesh connection. The flesh is temporary. Your soul is eternal. When your soul comes into unity, you can only see yourself in that uniqueness and that oneness that is unbreakable, unshakable, because your souls will be in agreement. Your souls will be in alignment. Your souls will be in communication. Your souls will have the chemistry, the intimacy that is needed to build emotional intelligence, to build on purpose, and to build on healthy life patterns than the unhealthy ones. When you find yourself having all those butterflies, it's either expectations, it's either emotional pain that's coming to the surface and creating trauma bonds. Love is peaceful. That's why sometimes when we're in a place of pain, we can't really connect to healthy people because we can't receive the peace that they have. Oh, it seems like boredom. Everything has to be chaotic because chaotic is unhealthy. Chaotic cannot hold love in. Love is not chaos. Love is peace. And so today I want you to, to look at your relationships 
If you're married as well and you're struggling with your marriage, it may be time to do some work. Look at your relationship and ask yourself if you're single. Look at every relationship that's ended. It did not end because it, it, you, the person wanted to break you. It ended because it wasn't leading to you discovering yourself. Every relationship brings you an awareness, an awakening to find yourself, to see why you're compromising yourself, to see why you're giving yourself away and losing yourself, to see how you're self-sabotaging based on emotional wounds and, uh, and unhealthy behavioral patterns that are changing who you are created to be and become, and to take a pause and evaluate your life. Same with the partner who is unhealthy. It's not just you, but the partner who is unhealthy. And when the relationship ends and we don't gain the awake, conscious awakening that we need to gain, what we tend to do is repeat patterns and cycles and we now label all men and women are the same. Everybody was created with their uniqueness, but there's purpose for everyone that you meet in your life. If it's not leading to a healthy relationship that's re resulting in a marriage for a lifetime, then there's still something you need to learn about yourself. And the more you're willing to learn about yourself, the more you're willing to discover yourself, the more you're willing to evolve. To the single women who may be out there looking, let me share this with you as a coach. Men are not looking for you to be naked. Men are not looking for you to be demanding. Men are not looking for transactions. The healthy men I'm talking about. The healthy men are looking to connect with your soul. If you have pain in your life, you need to work on it to heal from it. Same goes for the man. If you have pain, you need to do the work. When you come together, it's not about a transaction. Most single women that I've come across in my community, as well as when I go to speak, tend to say, I need a man who can do and do and do. Reality is that they're not doing those things. And I'm not judging. I'm, I'm saying this to bring awareness. They're not looking within to say, am I doing these things for myself? And if I'm doing it, what's creating this void that I'm now seeking a partner to feel? And if you cannot really address those voids, what you will try to do is en enlarge the void when you go to look for a partner in a relationship. And your ego will continue to show up because where your ego shows up, your shadow, your, your true self lives in the shadow. And your ego becomes proud. Your ego becomes impatient. Your ego becomes triggered. And you're like judging everybody that you meet. You're already creating this limited belief about this partner before you even start having a conversation with them. You're even locking the door of your heart without opening yourself to learn. There's, there's the goodness of being vulnerable and there's the beauty of being able to be open so that you can learn. Like I said, we call it an institution, but it's not an institution because if you're not teaching yourself a lot of things about relationship, then what you will do is be programmed about what you are meant to believe by this society we live in that is relationship. And most people look at that from a romantic perspective. I shared on my last video that romance is a myth. It's, a, it's an added bonus. It's make-believe, it's fantasy, it's illusion. And if you think that romance is what marriage is, then you may not be ready for marriage because marriage is work. Love itself is work. So if you're not doing the work of love in your own space, it will be hard for you to do the work of love in, in, a, in a marriage or a relationship that will lead to a marriage. So take a pause and examine yourself. And to all mothers out there, please be an example of what love looks like 
as you do the work in your own life so that your children may begin to understand what love is and may begin to gain a conscious awareness of love. If you're speaking ill about a father you may have broken up with or divorced from, remember that you're speaking from a place of pain, your pain, and it's a projection of what you're experiencing internally, emotionally, on the partner or the father to your children. And what you're creating within your children is a, a, an avenue for them to begin to loathe and, and create self-loathing and continue to project what they're internalizing emotionally on other people. If you cannot speak life to yourself, you cannot speak life to your children, you cannot speak life to the spouse, you cannot speak life to anyone, and you have to come back home to yourself to begin to learn to love yourself, to heal yourself, to forgive yourself, to forgive the other person, to gain an awareness of what you've been taught, what you've been taught through the life lessons that you're gaining through those experiences to unlearn old pat patterns and habits and relearn new ways of doing things in a healthy manner that's helping you evolve. And as you evolve, you begin to see life from different perspectives. You begin to understand why you went through that experience. You begin to understand what you need to learn in your own space. You begin to evolve in your own space and you're able to see that person from a place of love, not a place of hurt. That's all I have for you guys today. I know it's a lot, but replay, replay, replay and get the message. And remember, life is for the living, not the dead. And if you're living and you're not loving, guess what? You may not be in a space where you can build a relationship with someone and evolve into a marriage that is purposeful and healthy enough for you as you create the foundation of love in your own space. So never, remember to never stop loving never, while living. When you stop loving, you stop living. When you stop living, it means it's time to go back to the maker. But while we're still here breathing and living and moving and having our being, Remember, love is all that we need. Love always wins, and with love, we all will conquer. Take good care now. God bless. Have an amazing week. Bye-bye.